Okay, good morning. Good Chedesh. So this will be part three, and maybe the last part we'll see, of uh, about the Rishmo. And I'm specifically uh, being Maidech a little more than usual, because as I said in the previous Yurim, the Rishmo is an excellent example where you see Mamish and Eifim Bailet, very obvious, the Ishtalshalus, from Rebbe to Rebbe, and the Chidush that each Rebbe added to it. So just to sum up, then I'll continue where we left off. So the Marmi Kamis I've already posted a few weeks ago, which really covers uh, pretty uh, much all the Rabbeim. And that the, the Kudah begins, of course, with Ariza. Everything starts there. Same Arizal, that was Machadish, the Inyan of Tzimtzum. And the Hagah of the Ramaz, whoever the Hagah is from, is not clear, but let's say it's one of the Talmud Arizal. That when you say, As the Alter Rebbe cites it in Lukut Tater and Bechu They suffer to Bechu Kesei. It means Lav Dafke, because as those Mukubalim write, and the Mekamelech and the Chabal of Rabbi Yisrael Sarug, that Kedusha Lezozimim came up. So therefore, something has to remain. And that is called the Rishimu. The language of Chesidus, what we learned so far, is that this is the Sheresh HaKelim, or I should begin, it's the Kayach HaGvul of Ein Sof, which in the language of Kabbalah's Asius, the Asius of the Reish Lamed Aleph Sha'orim Ponim Ba'ochet. Actually, I should begin Asius first. Keich HaGvul, language of Chesidus, Sheresh HaKel. These are all synonymous when it comes to this uh, concept. That is obvious from the Kutateda, from the Alter Rebbe. However, there are questions that remain that need to be clarified. First of all, Rishima of what? There were no Kalim before Simpson. So it cannot be an impression from the Kalim. There was a Keach HaGvul, and there was Asius. But even that needs explanation, because then why is it called a Rishimu? Is it just an impression of the Keach HaGvul? And the second thing is, the whole point of the Simpson is that nothing remains. That's what that Izal says. It's a complete Simpson, Bederach Siluk. Yeah, not Simpson Kipshute. But at least on the level of Gilead and Helam, it's complete Helam. If even one drop would remain, at least Eitz Chaim says it befetish, that why didn't the Ebishter just leave a calf? He could have been mitzam some all the air and just leave a calf. Why does he have to be Masalik at all? And then Chazav the calf. So he says, because even that would have been too intense and there wouldn't be no room for Caleb. And the example of a, a, a brilliant teacher, even if he leaves one, one even drop of uh, Gilead, it's too much for the, the Kabbalah. So you need to complete hella. So then what's the Rishima? The Rishima seems to counter that. You're saying, no, something remained. So what is this, this that remained that's not like the calf, so to speak? Now, just to, this is the evolution of what we spoke about so far. So the Alter Rebbe gives the marshal of the Rishima as being like a kitzer, like a tamsis or a kitzer. Of that which was before, like like with Lifniat Simpson would be, you know, the whole Masechta, and you're conscious of it. And the Rishimu is that 
the Masechta right now that you learned is concealed, but you have the, the Tamsis of it, and the Kitsurim of it, the Halacha of it. Obviously, that just makes the questions even more. Even though on one hand it explains what the Shimu is, but then, okay, so you have an actual, the whole point is that, as I said, that the cow, there's no, there's no Gili at all. So what is this Kitsur exactly? So comes the Mitla Rabbi Shai Yechut and gives a few more Mashalim. We talked about the four Mashalim that he gives. In addition to Kitsur, there's the map, like a, what he calls a Reshmei, like a, like a person who's building a house, so he makes sketches. Then there's Ramazim, there's uh, uh, Simonim, and then Aremes. And each one, in Eter, in the Sukkot's Memorim of Eter, the Rebbe Rashab explains how each one is more and more concealed. In other words, the Kitzit is more Begili. The next step, which is the map, is less, but closer. And each one is another level. In other words, the Rishima itself essentially is going to have an impact on say the Rishtasas. But I didn't mention, which I want to just add, he actually says it corresponds to the four worlds. That the muscle of the Kitzur is Atsilis, the map or the Rishima or the Reshme or the, the, the sketch, the map is Bria, and the, the Simonim is Yitzira, and the, and the, and the Remez is Zasiya. And he explains it there in Chesidim Anche Maise, in the Maime Chesidim Anche Maise in Eter. Um, I just, uh, there's another Moshul that we spoke about, the Ratzamech Tzedek's Moshul, of writing something and erasing it, which is the most closest Moshul to the very word Zeshima. Some impressions, like when you write something and then you erase it, some impressions, some trace remains. And then there's another Moshul, which I want to mention now, and that is the Moshul of Zrikas Ha'evan. What's the connection? So the, the Rebbe Rashab explains that when you are, for example, speaking, so the speaker and the speech are connected. Even though the speech does reach outside of the person that's speaking and you hear the words and you can memorize them, you can record them, etc. But still, as long as the dibur is, as long as the, the medabur is not there, there won't be dibur. I'm not talking about the effect of the dibur, the very dibur. However, for example, when you throw a stone, once the stone is thrown, you don't need the person who's throwing the stone to keep holding the stone. The energy he invested in throwing the stone will continue to carry the stone as long as uh, the kayak lasts. It could be five seconds, it could be 10 seconds, it can go 100 feet and go 1,000 feet. That's irrelevant to this discussion. So we call it a kayak nivdo, as opposed to, um, let's say, dibur or any other thing that needs the, the kayak apel in the nifl. Here there's a kayak nivdo. So what's the moshul relevant to the shimu? Because the shimu is nivdo from lifniat simsum. The kav is not nivdal. Once the kav returns, it's connected to the uh, That's why it's a gili. Whereas the reshimu remains like a keich. And that's the example given. The Rebbe Rashab says this example of the keich hatzika is an all form of shalom. Because this just comes to explain that the reshimu is a separate entity. Similar to what I said in the last year, that the idea of erasing is all form of shalom that fits. The mishalim simply talk about how much nivdal it is. With the with a kitzur being less nivdal and a map le, uh, le, even less, etc., etc., the simonim and the and the remes and the simon, even less so. So what do we have summing this up? From we have here with the mashalim of the mitla rebbe, in addition to what the alter rebbe said, that the rishimu is asius and the reason it's called the rishimu then because the so what means rishimu? What's the impression here? 
So the Shimu says the Alter Rebbe and the Rabbeim bring it in different Mamorim because is only at a Shima. In other words, it's not really impression. It's not a trace. Like we would say at a Shima would be like you erase something. No. It's because Gvul, is only a, like a smidgen, only a small thing. So the Shima really is from the word uh, uh, like insignificant. I don't say insignificant is not a good word here. Um, it's only like like we, if you wrote notes and you just write one of a few things, it's just a little, a little, uh, a little taste of what Bligvul really is. That's how they touch the ship. But it's still the pshat in the Cholalav Davka, going back to the Eitzchayim, the Eitzchayim, where he says Cholalav Davka comes to see, seems to say that there's more than just the Kechagvul and and Shere uh, Shakelim. So I began discussing this last year. Now we're introducing the Rebbe Marash. So we talked about the Torah Eir and Noyach. And let me sum that up and then develop it further. So the Torah Eir and Noyach, the Alta Rebbe says the Loshan. And let me actually read it if I have it here. Do I have a copy of it here? Let me see that. Well, the kids of the Loshan is that the Kav is only, is the Fi'erach called Darge Vidarge. Whereas the, the Rishim is Kalelus Kalesh Tashus, Esakel. That's the Loshan of the Altareb and Tere Eir Noyach. I'm just looking if I have the Loshan. I have the, definitely the Loshan of. Of the Reb Marash. But, but that's the Teich. Says the Semach Sadek, but Sarachir. Because become Mekemis, the Kav is higher than the Rishim. Gedele Harbe Marashim. Gavoya Harbe Marashim. Reb Marash answers. And we read it. I'm not going to read it again, but Bikitzit, he says. In Giluyim, the Kav is higher, because the Kav is Gilui. But in Etsem, so to speak, the Rishima has something the Kav doesn't have, which is Kelelas HaKel equally, and that is because the Tzimtzum didn't affect it. The Kav absolutely was affected by the Tzimtzum. It wouldn't be a, a ray of light if there was no Tzimtzum. Whereas the Rishima was not affected, Lei Nogaba Tzimtzum. Now this, when this was arrived, this uh, statement um, by the Rebbe Marash, when the Lakuta Teile Gimel Parshis was published, and Rab Shleim Zalman of Kopust, the, the first, the nephew of the Rebbe Marash, who had assumed the Kopust Rebbe after the stalkers of his father Mariel, so the Mariel was the second son of the Samach Tzedek. He passed away within the same year. The Samach Tzedek, all the Rabbe, all the sons of the Samach Tzedek, in some way, were at Murim. So he went to Kopust, but his son Rab Shleim Zalman took over. You call the famous Kopist Rebbe, Machlekes Kopist and Labavitch, and everything that came from there. Bal Moganovis is, is, is the safe that he uh, pr produced, and Serifs for him and basically based on the Semach Sadiq's Mamorim. And um, he, when he saw that, he wrote a very sharp re reaction that's Hepachkolha Kabola of Rabbi Sol Sarug and Kolach Siddis. That was his Losh. So there was a chassid, his name was Rabdan Tamarkin. He took on the Rebbe Marash's position and defended it. And we have a, uh, a so-called co co correspondence between them, which has been published. I mentioned it last time. It's published in, uh, in um, Melech B'Mesibay, I think in the end of volume two. And other places in the Hardest and the Kavsim was published. So you can look that up. And he, he came out, Mamish, what, what it means, not Simpson. The whole word Rishimu means that it's only a Rishimu, which means it's affected by the symptom. There's no Rishimu if they had symptom. So what means Le'enogabad symptom? So they had a 
correspondence, which uh, and interestingly, the Mashpir Abgrenim said to, to Markin, he said that, uh, you know, you don't, you, you try to contend with a Moscow like uh, the Kapus the that he's, uh, you're not in the same league, even though, of course, Grenim was a chassid of uh, the Rebbe Rashab. Nevertheless, that was the correspondence. Not so relevant to go into the correspondence here because we have from the Rabbeim themselves a response. The Rebbe, Rash, the Rebbe Marash himself, in my morim, uh, afterwards, and uh, specifically Matzazu, Tafresh Mem, and a few others that I wrote up, the Marimikemis, I'll tell you what they are. So the Maimorim of the Rebbe Marash, where he talks about this further, besides this Hagah, Hanoyach, Tereir Noyach, Pari Hikri Lamed Gimel, Maim Rabim Lamed Vov, Kvokoch Lamed Zayin, the chapters are all on the Marimikem. Matzazu, Yeinosi, Tafresh Mem, and then the Rebbe Rashab takes it further, which is what I'm going to get to. But first, let's talk about the Rebbe Marash. And the Kapustas. So the Ramaraj did not refer to the Kapustas Isnagdas, but he explains his order more in those my modern. So I want to just read from Matsuzu a little keta, Tafresh Mem, this is the Rebbe Ramarash, where he elaborates more what means Lenogabad Simsu. So he came to explain the Alta Rebbe who says Kaila Sakel. The Kapusta tries to say Kaila Kail does not mean Lenogabad Simsu. It means, yeah, that a Shema has something that encompasses everything. But you can't say they know about Tzimtzum, because before the Tzimtzum, the Aesis, Kavyochel, they weren't actual Aesis, the Aesis living at Tzimtzum, were radiating with Eir. It's like reading a Sefer, and you, you read the letters, and it gives you an idea. After the Tzimtzum, the Eir went away from the Aesis, like the Aesis were drained of the Eir, like I mentioned last week. Think of a, a projector of light. It's projecting white light on a screen, on a wall. You put a screen or you put a, I'm sorry, a film with letters and then you see letters on the wall. Like you see in any PowerPoint and so on. So listen, you had Simtsum, it was all shining. But imagine you take away the Eir, then you're left with basically lifeless letters that don't have any, it's like just letters that don't have any Eir in them. So they're like an invisible ink. I gave an example. Obviously, it's not an exact example for Chassidus, but just uh, to be Mitzayarit. So the Rebbe Mazar says, what do you mean that Simpson caused the air not to be in the ACs? That's why there's a Simpson. What do you mean, Le Nogabat Simpson? Tremarash explains the following, which I'm going to read now. And I'm going to explain what's the difference between the two and why the Marash was so insistent. And, um, and then how this was developed further by the Rebbe Rashab. And of course, this includes many uh, implications because once we finish with the Rebbe Marash, the Rebbe Rashab, I mean, the, 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 Rebbe, the, Rebbe brings, the Rebbe brings in Ha'oris, so we have a few more things from the Rebbe, which I'll, I'll point out. But once you have that picture, the whole picture of the Rishima takes on a whole new role, much different than we understood it before. Not different as in uh, uh, Machlekes, but in different in a far bigger picture what the Rishima, this mysterious Rishima is. So here's what the Rebbe Marash writes. I'll just read a few time from it because it's good to see it inside. Okay. I just took pictures of it. It was easier. So um, he says like this. This is Matzazu Tafresh Mem. Ha'inyan hu k'neida sh'keidam ha'tzimtzum ho'ya e'lein sof m'mala kol ha'chol. Ba'yedei b'chines ha'tzimtzum silik e'lei ha'godla al-atzad v'nishirak r'shimu u'mokim pone. So this is that there's a tzimtzum. Before the tzimtzum, the e'lein sof was m'mala kol everything. It basically means divine consciousness. Think of like an infinite ocean that's covering everything. 
Now, there is no everything, but in Indian, if anything was there, it would be completely consumed as submerged in Seder itself. And the Tzimtzum, Silik, which is a lotion of the, of the Arizal, he concealed it, and what was left, Rak Rishimu Mokim Pani. So it's interesting. He says, Rishimu Mokim Pani. Mokim Pani means empty space. Rishimu means something, but it's based on that lotion, Cholalavdafke. So it's a Mokim Pani with a Rishimu. That's what we know. Then he continues, V'imkein, Mashesilik al-Asad, Shezehu b'bchinas ha-Igul, Shalifni ha-Kav. So that's the eagle that remains. Why is it called the eagle? Because before the Simpson, there was no eagle. It was all just Eide and Sof. Once there was the Simpson, so the Eide was so-called Silicon Azdodim. I mean, it's, it's, it's not a Gashmizdik thing, but as an example would be like, think of the ocean that I just said, recedes, the water recedes, and it leaves a space in the in middle. That's the physical imagery, but it's really obviously Beruchnis. The teacher is leaving space for the student. Or anyone, any Mashpia is leaving space for a Makabah. So that's the Cholam Mokimpane. So he says, so once it's Simpsum, Silicon Satch, Zehu, Eagle, Shalifni Akav. So the air becomes like eagle. In the Cholam Mokimpane, there's no air because the air has receded to leave space. Cholam Mokimpane. So Harigam, boy, no, Simpsum. So even the eagle touched the Simpsum, touched it because it caused it, as Chsidis explains, only no goodbye Simpsum. So Simpsum Mamish affected the air that was in the Cholam Mokimpane. Nogabite symptom is the oil that receded because you can't say the eagle agodl was in Samson. It was only told, go till here and don't go further. But in its own place, it was, it's not concealed. You know, the teacher holds back his brilliance. So his seichel has no symptom. It's just that the seichel is not entering the domain or the area that is being left for the student. So the symptom mamish affects only that area. In the Eagle of God, let's know about Simpson because at least it's being told, don't go further. It's like telling the ocean, at Khan. In the beginning of creation, everything was Mayim Bamayim, everything was covered in water. Then the Ebishtim made a Gvul and said, at Khan, here is your Gvul. Water stops right here. And Yabosha begins, or the land. So the Simpson is not in the ocean. The Simpson is in the area of the land. There's no more water there. Where the ocean is, the Simpson is only Noga because it causes the ocean, so to speak, to recede and stay where you are. That's the Nogabad symptom in the eagle. Now he goes on. Shahari silku ilahisalis memokim 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 hamokim pony al-atsad b'bchinesi eagle shalifne akav b'chut. So that's Nogabad symptom. Now we're going to go to the Rishimu. Uma'acher, umbchinesi Rishimu, ma'acher shanisher b'mokim pony harilei Nogabad symptom klal. So if you contrast the Rishimu to the Eagle Agodl, it's not the same thing because the Eagle Agodl has to remain in its place. The Rishimu remains in the Machal Mokimponi. We're not touching what the Rishimu is right now, but something is there. That's why it's called Rishimu. You can't say that on the Eagle because the Eagle Agodl did recede. In other words, in the area, using the example of water and land, the land is there's some Rishimu from the Eden Sof or from what was lifting at Simpson. We'll talk soon more about that. That's what this says. It's, that's the Rebbe, the Rebbe Marash's Echoche. Because the fact that Rishima remains means Lenogabat Simpson. The Kopister, just to, even though I'm going to continue reading, argued, what's that? yeah, I agree that something remains, but it doesn't mean Lenogabat Simpson. That's why it's only a Rishima. How could the Rebbe Marash say that, that Lenogabat Simpson seems to contradict the word Rishima? If Lenogabat Simpson, then it shouldn't be called Rishima. It should be something from Lifniat Simpson remains here. Why are we calling it Rishim? 
So the truth is, the Alter Rebbe answered that already by saying Rishimu because it's only the Kayach HaGvul. Lifnat Simpson, the Kayach HaGvul was submerged in the Eir and Eir HaBligvul. And the, and the Eir HaGvul, so therefore it wasn't recognizable. Once the Eir HaGvul was, meaning was, was a siluk, was, was concealed, so what remains the Kayach, so it's called Rishimu because it's like the Gvul, the Gabba Bligvul is a Rishimu. But the, the thing is, it still remains, as I said, what's hanging, it's not clear. The Shima also seems to indicate that some, some of the oil remains. Because then what means Kedush Zazimim came up? So we're soon going to see that there's two parts to the Shima, the part that's like Kecha and then there's Eir as well. But it's Eir is Behelam. So let's just go further. So, so now that, someone, that Marash himself qualifies, the Ima Yes, now I can't say that he saw that a couple says tainas, but it's most likely he did. And but Halav Dafki is referring to it, but it definitely refers to it. So I can't say what the kavon of the Reb Marash was. He trying to answer his questions, or was he just explaining the idea that he had uh, posited already in the Hagah and the Teirair that I mentioned in Noyach, the Maimer of Noyach. So now says the Reb Marash. This is Loshen Zelashene. The Ima Yes Shagamba Yes is Noga Bechinus Atzimtum. And even though I just said it's not no God Simpson, the letters that Simpson did affect, like I explained with the light, that before the Simpson, there was a Gilead air through the Asius. By Dad Simpson, the Stalaka air, Bibchinus Helem, Ach Ena Asius, the Helem Legalis, Erein Sof, Shaerbehem, Tchilo, Shaerbehem Tchilo, sorry. Commission Costa with Beard, I'll post it, okay. He brings a Maimer, which Maimer he brings on this. A Maimer. Maimer on Shabsay. No, this is the Maimer Bahar that I mentioned. The Kutateta Bahar he brings here. That, that's very clear. Everyone agrees that Rishimu does not have air in it, or else, or else it's exactly Lifnat Simpson. So, so he's saying, so he's asking a question on himself. So, how could you say, Lord Nagabad Simpson, the air before was radiating through the Asius before the Simpson, and now not? She so says, so Harigamba Asius Noga Bikinus at Simpson. Lost that's a lost of Reb Marash. Answers Omnom Zerak Bipuulas Aesis. This is only in the effect of the Aesis. Bloy be etzim aesis. So the Rebbe Rasham now is introducing a new thing here now. Pu'ulas Aesis and Etzim Aesis. She etzim aesis lay zazu memkemon. He actually uses that word, lay zazu memkemon. So in other words, if you have, let's say, letters right now, and you understand them well, and then for whatever reason, the Eir HaSeichel is knelling from you, and all, all you're left with letters that you don't know what they mean. So what was the real impact here? The letters didn't change. The gili changed. You can't understand the letters, because you don't know long, longer see the Eir within them. But well, let's say the letter Baruch, Beis Reish Vav Chof. Even if you were to forget that Baruch means Bracha, for whatever reason, you're not, the, the, you don't know the gili of what the teichen of that word is, the Beis Reish of Vav Chav didn't change. That's the first thing that Marash says. So in that sense, Lenogabat Simpson, the eight letters are exactly the same letters. If the letters disappeared or the letters were changed, it would be Nogabat. That's the first thing that Marash says. Then goes further. He says, even Pu'ulis Aesis, he's going to explain also. Even the pu'ula, the effect of the letters that were clearly were affected, because you can't understand what those letters are saying right now. The letters themselves didn't change. 
So whatever Asis were there, that Ace Lamed Alsham, Aleph Beis Gimel Dal, the Chav Beis Asis of Lashon Hakedus didn't change after the Tzimtzum. However, there's no Gili in them. But the Pulas did affect. So he says even the Pulas, the change is is much Mashanageya Nogah Tzimtzum Einam Etzada Asis. It's not due to the Asis; it's due to an outside force that concealed the air. So even a more dark is the convert. Not only the ACs didn't change, even the, the dark of the ACs didn't change. They, uh, they didn't do anything. It's not like the ACs became uh, more... They stayed where they are. It's just the Abish chose to remove the light from them. So the so the the pu'ula, the, the pu'ula is also that you know really and they can continue to shine. As soon as you shine the light, the letters are ready. But however, a third force, outside force, So the goes further. Even Okay, I'm going to bring from the Matzazu. So first of all, you see Mamish Begoli, how the Rebbe Marash is taking one word, one line from the Alter Rebbe. That Hashim is Kelela Sakel and turns it into a whole sugya and explaining. So I think it's clear. I'll just sum it up just to really make sure. So what he's saying is that the Tzimtzum affected only the Oyer, not the Asius or the Kayachagvul or the Sherish Akelim. That was not affected. The only effect is they're not receiving the Oyer, correct? And therefore, but the letters themselves are Mamish Moshinu at all. They Zazimim came up. And even the pu'ula, that they cannot function right now, is not due to them. That's due to the fact that Ebershter wants to be mitzamsim the air. You know, it would be, for example, if um, you have the power to, to walk and run, and then someone comes over and holds you and doesn't let you move. So someone from the outside may think, oh, you changed, you can't move now. But then they realize, no, it's not beside you. Someone else is forcing you or holding you back. So it's nothing to do. It's like the, the or, or water that's running and the dam yeah. stops the water from running. The water didn't weaken. There's some outside force that caused it to be. The Kayachat Simpson, basically, of the Ebishter caused the and the oil causes the oil to be concealed. So the letters and the Pu'ula really were not affected. So the Pu'ula, you'd say in Loshan Haniglitz, Chosar Maise, Mechusar Maise, Mechusar Zman. But in India, nothing changed. So right now, yes, the Pu'ulas and Asius are not doing what they would have done lifting at Simpson. But any second, they could do it. Because nothing about them weakened. That's the deeper part, the Pu'ulases. And the Asius for sure didn't change because they're exactly as they were. What do we take out from it? What do we derive from this? And why is it so negative? Why is it so negative to explain it this way? And what did the Kapister not get? So basically, to put it very bluntly, the Kapister was a Gavaldic Chosid and a Gavaldic Maskil and Avid. And no one takes that away. As a matter of fact, in one of the uh, Shiva, uh, when the Rashak sat Shiva, Tavshin Lamed, for his, uh, I think his sister, I'm not sure. The Rebbe, he spoke about the Moganovis, and he asked the Rebbe whether the Rebbe ever looked to learn the Moganovis. The Rebbe said he looked into his Gishmak and Maimorim, the Rebbe said. In other words, it's based on Samach because he was a Makabal from Mariel, and he also was, he learned by the Samach Tzedek, the Kapsir. Um So, and then um, uh, the fact is, however, because of his machlekes with the Rebbe Rashab, his first cousin, the Kapster, 
that the Rebbe Rafidika Rebbe chose not to uh, bring Svarim that were related to any of the Chassidim that gave out my modem, even like the uh, famous Rabbi Chaim Bechovsky, uh, who was a Kopist Chassid, he published Derech uh, Mitzvah and Sefer Achkira and Eira Teira, the first Karachim, all the Rashi, the Yalayr, these are all Chaim uh, An Bechovsky, Chaim Avram Bechovsky. Al-Koponim, so the Rebbe, the Semach Sadiq, I'm sorry, the Fidik Rebbe did not, when he wanted a Derech Mitzvah he asked to bring it in. He didn't have it in his own uh, office because there was a big machlekes with Chevron, with Kel Chabad. It's a whole parsha of its own. Um, but this doesn't take away that the carpenter was not a, a, a fasteir of chesidus. It's just that he was he had a, a machlekes with the Rebbe Rashab. But the Rebbe, just for the record, elevated him like as usual. We see Derech Mitzvah is not an issue. Actually, the name Derech Mitzvah Yal Eir Sefer Ha Derech Amuna. Um, uh, even Eir Ateir, these are names that Bechovsky gave, and as a matter of fact, the Rebbe even instructed to publish his own books, Bechovsky's, and um, and uh, they didn't publish it with Kohaz, but the Rebbe was uh, supported it because I guess it was a, at the time it was a Muhammad, but you know, like everything, the, Biru, the Birurim were finished, and so now we don't have any issues. Um, I'm just saying it for the record. But going back to this, uh, to the Haskola of it, the difference, however, is that Rebbe Marash is a Rebbe. And with all respect, the Kopister is not a Rebbe. A Rebbe, yeah, maybe a Rebbe for the Kopister, but not one of the Admurim of the Shiva Deiris from the Alta Rebbe, the Mitla Rebbe, the Tzamech Tzedek, Rebbe Marash. The Tzavov, the Tzamech Tzedek, was to the Rebbe Marash to be the, the next. That's why the Rebbe Marash is in Lubavitch. And the others moved to other cities. There was no fight over that, because they knew. So, so, so not to take away from anything, and we always learn from everyone. And even this Machlekes, so to speak, about Simpson, the Nogabat Simpson, the Shimuk, also teaches us to appreciate that what the Rebbe Marash is saying. So the Kapister was basically going with the approach what he was Makabu. What was coming from before that, what? That So something remains, which is the Kreyachagvul. And even if you want to say something of Oyer, but it's all only at a Shimuk, and Befeirish Nogabat Simpson. The Rebbe Marash is a Rebbe. And as a Rebbe, he obviously goes and understands the Alter Rebbe in a deeper way and says what the Alter Rebbe says is Shima Kailal means a lot more. That means that the Rishima actually as it is right now after the Tzimtzum encompasses everything. As we just said, because the, the Aesis were not affected. Not the actual Aesis and even Pu'ulasa Aesis, the Inyan in, in were not affected because it's not due to them, the Aesis that the Eid is not made. But we're still lacking Havana in this, what the real meaning of this is. So here comes the Rebbe Rashab. The Rebbe Rashab, interestingly, it's been pointed out already by some who did research on this, that the Rebbe Rashab from Tafresh Mem Gimel, when he was Makabal, when he became, when the, after the Stalkus of the Rebbe Marash, all the way through all the years, you could see in the Maimorim, actually this Sugi of Rishimu developing in the Rebbe Marash's Maimorim. How do we know this? Because in Tafresh Mem Gimel, for instance, and earlier years, the Rebbe Marash says, Ula yesh lemer, or Ula yesh lefarish That's the language of the Rebbe Marash. I'll, I'll explain the two in a moment. Later, when you get ready to Tafresh Samachalaf and Samach Dalad, and especially in Ayin Beis, Cheli Gimel, here the Rebbe Rashab just says, Yodua shebereshimu yesh bezinyanim. And this is critical because here is the, the Kudana. We know that so the Rebbe Marash added the element Leinogabahat Simtsu. 
But let's go back to the four Mesholim. How does that stim with the Mesholim? The Mesholim befeidish nagabatsim to because the shimu because the four Mesholim kitzur or a map or a uh, simen a remez or a simen are all not the real thing, are not the actual thing. So there's some effect. So the Reb Marash explains the effect is not due to those elements, to the letters themselves, whatever level they are, whether they're a kitzur or a map or the other two. Or a simon, or a remez, or a simon, they're due to the the they're, they're not the ACs didn't change, but still, what is exactly then the understanding of these four levels in the Rishimu? If it didn't change, a different change. So why are there four levels? Why are there four mesholim corresponding to Atzilus, Bri, Yitzir, and Asi, like I mentioned? So to put it in very balbatish ACs, and then I'll go back to the lashon of the Rebbe Rashab. Really, to, let's put uh, This is a sugi that I'm sure you're all familiar with. The neshama and the guf is a good example for kav and neshimu, in a way. Not mamish, because the neshimu is kayachagvul, not the guvul itself. Shedesh akela. But let's talk about neshama and guf for a moment. We know that's an eid and a keli. The, the guf has a shedesh that's not from the neshama. Varayach, siddhis brings, after mevesim shana, and the neshama leaves the body. The body doesn't disappear. It's not like sunlight. Because the body has its own, like we say, every Friday, Ishtaru, Kegufa, So it's a guf without a neshama. Al-Derech, you say by davening. Tefillah is, uh, you need kavona. Tefillah without kavona is Keguf, Bolei Neshama. That doesn't mean there's no guf. It just means it's empty. It's, it's lifeless. It doesn't have the Godfin, the wings, as the Al-Tareb explains in Tanya. But you can't say that when you say even lip service, my Yisrael, there's nothing there. The kavana is the chai, is the neshama, the kavana, the premius of it. So now we have two kavim. One is called Eir, one is called Kael, neshama and guf. The guf has its own shadish. And its shadish is not, but on the other hand, how does the guf grow? Even upon conception, it's not the Abish that gives a guf and says, here's a body, and now I'm going to stick a neshama into it. The body grows within the neshama. When the Abish blesses a couple, and, and they conceive what happens. The development of the fetus from the earliest stage of pregnancy now has a neshama in it, but it's all still in a very, like, one cell that will then multiply and multiply. And then as through the, the gestation period of uh, pregnancy, the, the child will develop. But so neshama and guf are growing together. So the etzimin in haguf is definitely coming from another place. But bapoyal... It's it's uh that's called it's 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 uh gili bepoil is through the neshama. Take away Rahmanul Islam the neshama, then the fetus will stop developing, even though it has its own shadish. So as much as so so just hypothetically, the Abishta could have made it like he did with Adam Machava. He took offer minadama. So let's say here's a thing I created a body, it's an empty body, like a golem, empty piece of clay, and he actually made them 20 years old, it wasn't a baby. And then by of and then he infused it, he breathed into a neshama. That's not how it works with us. Abishad doesn't say, okay, here's a body, he gives a sends a body to, to a fat to parents and says, When I'm ready, I'll send the neshama to you. Doesn't work that way. Everything comes together. The Kali, in other words, is developing with the air, and without the air, the Kali wouldn't develop, even though the Pail Mamish, and we see that by Stalkus, by the end of life. That the, even when the shama leaves, the body remains. But as the Reb explains in the Sikh in the Chelik Vov, in, uh, in uh, Yud Shvat, we could the Sikh's Chelik Vov. 
He says there, but the pale mamish, the body does not remain intact. Except by tzaddikim and yechidiz gula, the body decomposes. Why does it decompose? If it has its own shedish, why should the keli get weaker? Because the neshama is not there. Because again, the Ebishta made it that the neshama and guf are meant to work together. So here's a, the additional point which we spoke about a bit in, in the previous shiurim, that even though the, the keli has its own shedish that's different than the oyer, it's the oyer that, that's megala, that kayach. It's al derech what Chesidah says about tshuva. Tshuva is higher than teda, but who's megala ma'ilas ha-tshuva? Teda itself. Because oyer is always megala everything. Well, like he says in the Geras HaKedish, Hisavus Hayesh is only Only God can create Yesh But he does it al-yedei'er. Because the Ebishter wanted, first of all, the ardus of Eir and Keli. Second of all, he wanted everything to ultimately be Gili, even though initially it's Behelot. So how does that affect the symptom, the Kav, the Kav and the Rishimu? So what the Rebbe Marash is saying, and the Rebbe Rashab explains, he says in the Shimu there's really two things. One is the Asius, the Sheresh HaKel, the Keich HaGvul, the Sheresh HaKel. That's one thing. That is for sure completely Helen. And it is also Leinogat Simpson, as we said. It's not affected by... The, only Eir can be affected by Tzimtzum, not Helam. The Rishim Lechatchil is a Kayach HaHelam. Is the Kayach HaHelam of Ein Sof Lifniat Tzimtzum, or otherwise known as Kayach HaGvul. However, when the Kayach HaHelam is submerged in the world of Eir HaBligvul, of Lifniat Tzimtzum, you don't see it. That's why we don't call it anything. It's, it's not, that's not obvious. That's why you don't see Asius, you don't see Gvul, because Gvul is encompassed. It's all the Bligvul Kayach of the Eibishter. But there is a Kayach of Helen. There's a Kayach Agvul. However, the Tzimtzum will reveal it. Once the Tzimtzum affect, where does the Tzimtzum affect? Only it. It's just like saying, if you shut the lights, it gets dark. What will get dark? Only light will get, only light will be diminished. A Tzimtzum is not going to affect something that's not subject to light. The, the, the table in this room is not going to disappear if you shut the light, even if you don't see it. Because the table is not subject to Gilead Helen. It's a Dover Gashmi that, that stands. So the Asius, which is the Keich of the Eibishter, is not affected by Tzimtzum. It's the Keich of the Eibishter. The only thing is that Tzimtzum causes now that it can be stand on its own, but it's still Behelem. The, 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 the Rebbe Marash, and nobody says that the Shimu is a Gili. He says Befeirish, the Pulis Asius are not working on its Helen. But to say that it was affected by the Tzimtzum, no. In other words, so the Eibishter left after the Tzimtzum his Keich However, it's concealed. The shade shakelim, but then says the Rebbe Rashab, there's a second thing of the shima. When you say the shima, it's also the shima of the erha bligvul and er ensof lifniat simtum. And here the Rebbe Rashab, Rebbe Rashab has a lot of chidushim in this itself. But bekitzur, it's like saying that the fact of the matter is that even if you look at a goof without a neshama, to say that it doesn't have anything, you can't say that. Like let's go back to after Mei Vestum Shaistalkus, you see a goof. You just don't see an animated goof, but you see something. So therefore, what the Rebbe, what the Rebbe Marash is really being mechadish, according to the Rebbe Rashab, is that not just the Asius remain intact, but there's a air concealed within it. So everything that was there, and that's why the Alter Rebbe says, Kail al-Hakel. Everything that was there before the Tzimtzum is now here. However, it's in a complete Helm state. That's the key. Lifnei Tzimtzum, it's in a Gilidika state. And actually, the Kayach is Behelem. 
if you could say that, I don't mean begili, but it means it's the dominant force. That's why it's called simtsum and shimu. Kayachat simtsum is helam, but it's a kayach of the Abishta. The Alter Rebbe says in a Geshayachat Vamun, Hain Hain Gvoresov. It's true. If someone were to show you two tracks, one is kayach agili of Elikus and one is kayach helam, you wouldn't see the kayach helam because that's the whole point. It's a behelam. But is it less Elikus? Absolutely not. I'll use an example. They say, when you see a, a wise person and there's an argument going on, so many times the wise person is going to weigh in and is going to say what he has to say and everyone sees that. He has a good svar, common sense, it makes sense. But many times you're not going to hear from the chacham because many times a chacham is going to choose to exercise restraint and he won't say what he thinks. So yes, someone who's not understanding will probably say he doesn't know anything. He doesn't have anything to say. That's not true. So that's, let me ask you, the kayach hashtika of the tamachachim, of this chachim, is greater or weaker than the kayach dibur? Of course it's stronger. Because in his wisdom, he realizes either he has to let the talmidim work it out, or they won't understand yet if he says anything. You know, the, the famous stories with the Rebbe, where the Rebbe would not intervene, and then years later, the Rebbe said something, famous story that comes to mind with the Velvel um, Green, Professor Velvel Green from Minnesota. So when he was getting close to this guy, it's a long story with Rabbi Feller, and he had problems with the whole issue of evolution and the age of the universe and Tehret. So Rabbi Feller told him to write to the Rebbe. Well, first he showed him the letter of the Rebbe, and he said to him, this letter is for uh, beginners, not for a professor. So he said, so write to the Rebbe. And he wrote, he wrote his whole arguments. The Rebbe didn't respond. Two or three years later, he says the story. He tells the story. So he thought the Rebbe had nothing to say. His, his arguments, he won. Basically, the argument, the Rebbe didn't respond. But a few years later, he's in Yechidus. By then, he already became Shema Tehidah Mitzvah. And at the end of the Yechidus, the Rebbe says to him, and by the way, uh, regarding the letter you wrote to me a few years ago, with your questions, I would like to respond now. And the Rebbe began to respond. And he was so impressed because it was a real sophisticated response. The Rebbe said the letter that he wrote is talking not for everyone, but for an academic. And then afterwards, the Rebbe actually wrote him a follow-up letter to explaining his additional points. So he says to the Rebbe, your explanation is, is excellent. You know, I, I was cheshed b'kshedim. I thought that you don't have an answer. That's why you didn't respond. Why didn't you answer it a few years ago? And the Rebbe answered him and said, because I sensed from your letter that I may have won an argument but I would have lost a chassid. That's what the Rebbe said. And now, I think uh, you're ready to hear it. In other words, he says that if Avogun was not ready, or maybe he'd be too arrogant, and he'd feel he has to argue. You know, people like to argue. They don't want to lose an argument. So what is this? Much the Kayacha symptom of the Rebbe, the Kayacha restraint, so to speak, far deeper than the Kayacha Gili. And Chassidus Taka says that. So here's the interesting twist. I don't know if, I never heard it said this way. But in, is, the, is, the, is the symptom itself Nogabad symptom or not? An Eid, you could say Nogabad symptom or was a complete symptom. Can you say that symptom Nogabad symptom? No, because symptom is symptom. The more it's Nogabad symptom, the more the symptom is doing its job. So if the Rishim is a product of the Keich Helam, which it is, the Keich HaGvul, the Asius, so they Nogabad symptom. So you have here two things. On one hand, you have the Abishtas Tachlis HaHelam, because it's concealed. Until the kav is radiates, you won't see it. On the other hand, it's kailal hakel. 
as the Alter Rebbe says in Tereir Neach. Because everything is there. However, it's complete hell. And you need Gilead to, to see it. So the Rebbe Rashab makes it clear that it's not just Nekudas Harishimu as Asius and Kechagvul, but it's also the Eir is in there, but the Eir is concealed. So what we need to, of course, explain then is what does it mean that Eir Abligvul, which calling Yoni is Gilui, is concealed, then it's not doing its function. But that's fine. We're not talking about function. We said before, Pu'ula is affected by the symptom. The question is that the Rishimu was affected, whether well, the Aces themselves are affected. So even if you take the word Baruch, let's go back to the example I gave. And right now you don't know what the word Baruch means. You only see letters. Can you say that it doesn't have the Teichen of Baruch in it? No, you can only say, I don't see the Teichen, or I don't understand it. But the word, the letters themselves carry the Erablivo, because remember, this is key, that by the Abish to the two Kavim of Kayach HaGili and Kayach HaHelem are not two Kavim. There's just two Yecheles HaKadosh Baruch. Later it becomes two tracks. This is Gili, this is Helam. But Be'etzem, the Helam is also the part of the Keich of the Eibesh. So just like the Eir HaBligvul Lifnat Simpson encompasses in it the Eir HaGvul and Keich HaGvul, but it's concealed, so to after the Simpson, the Keich HaGvul, the Rishim encompasses in it the whole Eir HaBligvul, however it's concealed. So it's just a matter of one second, just a matter of a shift of what we're focusing on. So I want to say one more thing. What's why, what is the consequence of the Mayanafkamina? The Nafkamina is a tremendous one. When we spoke about Simpson and Simpskipshute, I spoke about that the Nafkamina there was what is the ikaraved of a person? Is it to engage with the world or is it to be more precious? More is it did it or we're preparing uh, a share in the world to come in Elam Haba and Ganadin through our Aveda, which is a, a Veltashur, or you could say a Nachsidish look at things. So the Simpson Kapshute says no, that the Abish is here, right here, as the Rebbe writes in that letter to Rabbi Benjaminson, that Matan Teda and the, the, the Rajbi and the Idra and the Arizal and all the big things are here right now, but they're not Begoli. But you can't say Kapshute. Notice we have access to Alakus, the highest levels of Eir, and, and also to the Moir. But that was all discussion about Eir. It didn't talk about the actual Kali. We said the Eir can be everywhere. Even in Tachtenim, which is the basis of Shlichus, wherever you go, there's Nutsutse Gdusha. And there's no such thing as saying that the Ebishter, like a Melech, is looking at it from outside. Alakus is everywhere. Kipshute. And therefore, Tzimtzum is not Kipshute. Now we're talking something far deeper. What about the keli itself? The very geshem of this world. You could touch and say the geshem is really a tofel. It's true that we need to be mevarer the gashmias. That's called dira b'tachtenim. But once you are mevarer, ultimately the focus should be on the oil, not on the geshem itself. So when you hear the diuk v'nigla kveid Hashem v'ro kol basar yachdav, and the Rebbe says not just ro kol ene basar. Not just Ro called Neshama, but not even any Basar, but Basar itself. How do you explain that? How could you say the Geshem itself, the Guf Gashmi itself, is a Keli Talakus? You could say it's a Keli to the Eir, but it's Tuffle to the Eir. When you say that a Shimele Nogabat Simpson, you're basically saying that in an interesting way, the Helen, which is necessary for the Kav and for Giluim, to be able to be transmitted, did not affect the etzimitzias hayesh. 
that will evolve from the from the Rishimu Sheresh HaKelet. However, you're going to need, as I said, the neshama, the goof needs the neshama to grow. So ultimately, the Eid is going to bring alive the Rishimu and the Asis will come alive again and that will turn into Kalim. The Kalim will be Nishtashul Ne'elam Le'elam all the way to Guv Gashmi in this world and Kalim Gashmim, physical world, Mamish physical. But because it's the Rishimu Le'enogabat Simsim, you can say that in the Guv Gashmi and the Kali Gashmi of this world, it has a certain element of Elikus that even the Kav and the highest levels of Eir don't have. Because all those levels, Eir is affected by Helen, by Tzimtzum. And the Rishima was not affected. So in a strange way, which is usually you don't think it that way, that the Guv Gashmi, when the Rebbe Rashab once unrolled his sleeve, and he told the Rebbe, That's what it says. I remember once by Fabrengen, the Rebbe looked at his hand when he said it. I think it was Mishpatim Memzayim, maybe. And the Rebbe said, that, in other words, the Gans Tehmitz is Egosim Fader Hunt. So you could say, okay, because the Tachlis is to come down. No, but he said much more than that. The Guf Gashmi Mamish. And that's when we say, The Neshama is going to get Chayas from the Guf. How is that possible? How could that, how could Neshama get Chayas from a Guf? You could say, the Guf doesn't need the Neshama anymore. But the neshama should be makabel chayes. Like today, we can't live, a body can't be alive without a neshama. A neshama will not be so-called, be able to exist without a guf. But when you understand the shimel enogabat simsum and it's keil hakel, basically the keich hagvul of ein sof is in some way deeper than the keich habligvul, it makes sense. And if you said it was nogabat simsum, it would some way weaken that ultimately that element of atzmi, that's uh, that uh, that is the shadish for yesh would be also no but that they're not there's no effect so in a different aces even though i never saw this befetish i will just say when he says nagaras akedish that the yesh anivra only atmos can create a yesh anivra because mitsusi matsmuse which essentially means can the simpson take that away no because the simpson was no connection to the krisava sayesh all the giluim of ishtasus or affected by the by the symptom and by the and air and kav and so on, but the etzem savasayesh is keich atzmus, and just like in atzmus there's no symptom, there's also no symptom in the in the savasayesh coming from atzmus. The symptom is in gilui, so the implications of this are pretty far-reaching. Probably we'll try to do another just to sum it all up next week, but uh, I think I've covered most of it. I want to talk about the rebbe's order and not, but a few other things, and we'll add a few more details. So I think suffice it to say for now, we'll stop here. And um, so when you uh, put on film today and you look at your Yad Gashmi, think about it in a different way. That's the bottom line. Okay.